Hi, this is Word of Life in Bentonville, Arkansas, and this is our podcast, and you are listening to episode number seven. I cannot wait for you to hear what our pastor, Bill Rogers, has to share with you about victorious living. Check it out. We live in a, in a broken world, a broken world, especially we see that it seems like it's getting worse. But see, ever since Adam sinned, Adam done what he done, he disobeyed God. He ate from the tree he was not supposed to eat of. Since then, uh, there's been a curse on this earth and this world is a broken world. But we need to look at the big picture. What we have a tendency to do is we have a tendency to see what's going on in my world, my problems, me, myself. This is, this is what's going on here. And so that's a, that's a real small world. We have to have the big picture. We have to see, we have to see what God sees. God sees the whole world, the whole earth. God can take care of all of us. He's, he's, not, he's not bewildered with, what is it, close to 7 billion people. He's, that doesn't bother him at all. He can take care of that easily. That's the big picture. And there's problems everywhere. He can take care of every problem easily. Of course, again, it takes us surrendering to him for that to happen in our life. But we get our eyes on what's going on in our world we, 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 we focus on that, but we need to understand that we have a life, we have a, we, our focus, our life, our work is to join him in the restoration effort. Recently, there was a storm that hit South Carolina, and then maybe part of the same storm or some other time, a few days may have separated them. I think it hit in Iowa, destroyed a lot of property, uh, took some lives, on and on. Right now, right now, there is restoration efforts going on in those places because of the destruction. That only happens because people say, okay, we have this problem, we have this problem, and so I'm going to forget the routine, I'm going to forget vacation, I'm going to forget going to the beach, I'm going to forget this and that. I'm going to forget some things because this is more urgent. People are hurting. People don't have any electricity. I hear in Iowa, a lot of destruction in South Carolina. People are laying aside, they're putting aside their plans and they're now saying, we want to help you. We're going to come and we're going to work together and we're going to restore your homes. Let me tell you, in this broken world, Jesus came to restore. In Joel, he said, I will restore he is a restorer. That's part of God's name, part of his attitude. Part of his personality is to restore. You and I need to join in with him in the restoration effort on this earth. How many say amen? amen? He came to restore, to restore God's kingdom. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Let his kingdom come. When his kingdom comes... And by the way, it will come, and it will be set up on this earth. And, and as I said 
Uh, last week, it won't be in Bentonville, it'll be from Jerusalem actually, but this world, this, this, this world will be under the kingdom and the domain of God for a thousand years. Everything will run smooth then. I mean, say amen to that. But in the process, now we need to be, he's, he's wanting to restore lives now. And again, we need to join in with that. We can do that. We can set an example. Set an example. I need to be an example. I need to be a light. I need, I need my, my pattern in life, my daily walk with God, I need to be a light in a dark world. I need to practice some things. I need to have discipline in my life. Not just go do what I want to do, act like I want to act. There's some things I need to do. I mean, say Amen. There again, if I make him Lord of my life, I'm, I'm glad to do that. And I want us to look, again, this is just some reading I was, I was just reading. Really wasn't even studying that much, just reading through the book of Psalms. And I come on to this chapter, Psalms 34. And it begins, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. And I just read through that two or three times. And I just picked up two or three things that I want us to see from these verses. First of all, I will bless the Lord. It needs to be my habit, my habit. To praise God. I mean, say amen. amen. It needs to be my habit, my pattern in life. My life should be praising God. Yeah. How many knows, and now don't look around at them if they're sitting next to you, but how many know somebody that is their pattern in life to whine about everything? Can I get an amen now? To talk about the weather, to talk about politics, to talk about, yeah. But see, that shouldn't be my pattern in life. I can talk about politics. I, I like to know what the weather's going to do. I am going to go vote, and I hope you are too. But you know, to talk about politics is really kind of worthless. I mean, say amen. It really is. It's, it's a worthless thing. And, and really to talk about the weather is pretty worthless. Other than to tell, you know, I want to know what's going to happen. If it's going to rain today, what's going to happen, on and on. But just to sit around and talk about the weather, talk about politics, talk about, or just gossip in general. How many know that's worthless talk? This verse says I ought to be praising the Lord. So if I'm sitting around talking about anything, how many know, I, rather than talk about something worthless, why don't I praise and honor God and worship him? How many can say amen? And listen, I should bless the Lord at all times. At all times. I'll come back to that. Continually. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. You know, if his praise is continually in my mouth, I don't have much time. That doesn't give me much time to talk about worthless stuff. Amen? I need to be continually talking about the goodness of God. Yeah, my wife and I, we sit around and we visit and we gossip about you all quite a bit. 
Not really. But so much of the time, you know, we can sit down and start with talking about this one or that one or the kids or whatever. But it's like in a few minutes, it starts, it starts, we start talking about the word of God. We start talking about the goodness of God. Why? Because we have learned, again, we've learned all of that stuff. You know, you can talk about all that stuff and it's like, hold it. That's getting me. I'm, I'm not getting anywhere. That's not helping me at all. That's not helping her at all. What do I need to be talking about? I need to be blessing God. I need to be praising God, honoring God continually. Yeah, not, you know, continually, 24-7. That's impossible. But let me realize that most of my time, I should be praising God at all times. At all times. Praise the Lord, number one. And then the line, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Magnify, seek him. Magnify means to make it large. You can't, honestly, you can't make God any bigger than he is. You can't make God any smaller than he is. But when I magnify God, what I'm doing is, when you magnify something, you're searching it out. You're seeing it a little closer. You're seeing it better. You're focusing on it. And you're, and you're pondering. You're thinking about it. You're thinking about it. But you, can't, you can't really can't make him. But what I'm doing is I'm making him larger in my life. He's, he's become much larger in my life. Again, you can't make him larger than he is. You can't make him smaller than he is. But if you don't ponder, if you don't seek, if you don't think about God, if you don't search the scriptures, if you don't stay in the word, if you don't stay in prayer, what happens is God begins to shrink in your mind. In your heart, he gets smaller. And the sad thing about that is pretty soon, he's smaller than your problems. And that's when it's really dangerous. When he becomes so small that your problems are bigger than him. Now, we would never say that. But in reality, when you don't stand in faith and when you don't declare God's word and you don't allow God to be big in your life, what you've done is you've actually let your problem be bigger than God. Could I get an amen? Or an oh me? And I can say oh me to myself. Seek the Lord. Praise the Lord. Seek the Lord. And then that last line, let us exalt his name together. Exalt means to raise, to lift up, to raise. Exalt, exalt his name together. We're in an election year. We're going to hear the name Trump and Biden like never before. I mean, it's going to be everywhere. It's going to be on signs. It's going to be on TV. It's going to be on the internet. Everywhere you go, you're going to see those names. Well, let me tell you something right now. And again, I would encourage you, go vote. Pray and vote. But let me tell you right now, I can tell you about a name that's above every name. Every name. We should be exalting his name. It's all right. I don't mind them putting out putting out signs. I don't mind all of that. That's okay. But if I'm going to put out a sign, I want my Jesus sign to be bigger than my Trump or Biden sign. How about you? 
Jesus is Lord. He's Lord. He is, I declare he is Lord over this nation. And how many can say amen to that? I vote Jesus in. How about you? Amen. Let me just go on a campaign trail for Jesus this morning. I'm going to vote for him. I declare he is Lord over this nation. Amen. He is Lord over this city. He is Lord over my life. There is no name above that name. The name of Jesus is recognized in hell. It's recognized in heaven. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm, as long as I'm alive, it's going to be big on, on, in, in this world. I declare Jesus is Lord. So when do I do that? When do I praise the Lord? At all times, continually. When? When there's rioting in the streets. When there's a pandemic in session. When they're trying to shut down churches. <laughs> I thought that was wonderful, what happened in California. Those churches said, no, you're not going to shut us down. And there was a judge agreed with them. You can't shut them down. Amen. You shall make no laws. You shall make no laws. It's in the Constitution. Can't make the laws to control churches. Just can't do it. Aren't you glad for that this morning? When do I, when do I praise God? When there's a war for the control of this nation. When the churches are being shut down. When I'm furloughed. <laughs> when my income is decreased or stopped. When do I praise God? I praise God at all times, continually, continually. I mean, say amen. Because listen, if you keep praising him, whatever problem, whatever situation you're in, let me just say this to you. You keep praising him, my old song, I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Everything will be all right. I mean, say amen. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread, and I don't suppose it'll ever happen. And can you give me an amen on that one? When? At all times. Continually. When do I do it? At all times, continually. Why? You know, the, the why, the why in reality is, what's in it for me? Now, that may sound a little selfish, and it, it certainly can be. But really, God doesn't mind you asking, why? What's in it for me? Because he tells us what's in it for us. He tells us what we should do, and then he tells us why we should do it. Because it's much better for you if you'll praise God, if you'll seek him, if you'll exalt him, I promise you there are great rewards for it. Amen? Amen? Why? Psalms 33, if you have your Bible there, I didn't give these scriptures to him, so you may just want to look. Psalms 33, I love this. 16, no king is saved by the multitude of an army. A mighty man is not delivered by great strength. A horse is vain hope for safety, neither shall it deliver any by its great strength. I was thinking about that. We had churches all, churches. we had horses all the time I was growing up, and Beverly and I had horses for a few years, even after we were married. And you have to understand they're talking about a horse here, and we're thinking about an animal. But you see, in their, in their time, in their time, that'd be like saying a tank or a fighter jet. Because if a warrior had a horse, if a warrior had a horse, he could overpower several men. And if he couldn't overpower them, at least he could run away from them. They couldn't catch him. 
So you understand they're, they're, using, they're using something mighty here. So let's just translate that and let's say, let's say it this way. No fighter jet can save me. Amen. Look at this. A horse is a vain hope. A fighter jet is vain hope for safety. Neither shall it deliver any by its great strength. 18. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, honor him, praise him, seek him, exalt him. On those who hope, who hope in his mercy. To deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. I declare I'm going to stay alive in famine. Tell your neighbor I'm going to stay alive in famine. And, and another thing, uh, there's a song that we do this morning. Uh, one of the songs, uh, All My Life I Will Live. I like that. How about all of your life you just go ahead and live? You know, there's a lot of people breathing today, but I don't know if they're really living. Hey, no, you can really live in him. Amen. Really live. You can enjoy life. You can have a great life in him. You say, Pastor Bill, you don't know about my problems. There you go again. You're bringing up your problems when you ought to be bringing Jesus up. Talk about Jesus. Make him bigger. Make him bigger and your problems will become smaller and smaller and disappear. I mean, say amen. Remember, this God that we serve has never lost a battle. He, he delivered Noah. He delivered Moses. He delivered the Israelites on many occasions. He has never tucked tail and run, and I don't think he's going to now. And the good news is I'm in him and he's in me. So I'll tell you again, I'm in covenant relationship. If I go down, he goes down. And I can tell you right now, he's not going down. So I have absolutely nothing to fear. Amen? Why? What's in it for me? Flip back in your Bible to Psalms 27. The Lord is my light. Verse 1, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear, though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. What's in it for me? I don't have anything to fear. I just keep praising God in the storm, in the turmoil. It's all around us. I said it's a broken world, a lot of bad things going on, but we need to just keep praising God. In the midst of all of that. Look at, look at Psalms 34. I believe it's 34. Yeah, back to Psalms 34. That's where we were. Now, he's, he's telling us we need to praise the Lord, seek the Lord, exalt the Lord. And here again, why? What's in it for me? If you read through 4, 5, 6, and 7, I'll just read 4. And I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Verse 7, the angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. So what do I get out of it? You read those verses, I get delivered from my enemies. I get delivered from crisis. Nothing's going to come against Pandemic coming against me, sickness and disease, whatever. There's one place in the Bible where it talks about the young lions may lack but I'm not going to. Matter of fact, I think that's, yeah, it's right here. Uh, verse 8. Taste and see the Lord is good. Blessed is a man who trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. Here it is. There's no want to those who fear him. 
The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. What do I get out of it? I get deliverance and no lack. God will prosper me if I will praise him, seek him, and exalt his name. Let me just say this too. This will all happen if we keep praising and seeking and exalting his name. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep worshiping God. Keep coming to church and worshiping God. Keep worshiping God in your homes. Keep worshiping God as you drive to work. Keep worshiping God on the job. You say, there's other things I have to think about. I understand that. But there's times you can worship God. You can think about God. You can praise God in the middle of of anything. How many can say amen? amen? Let me say again, if you're in this room, it all starts. This is all can be yours, but it all starts with you making Jesus your Savior. And then make him your Lord. Make him your Lord. If you're watching online, I encourage you, turn to Jesus today. Call on the name of the Lord. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. He wants to save you. He wants to deliver you. He wants to bless you. That's our God. That's our Lord. Amen. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you, Lord, that we have... Even in this troublesome time, we have nothing to fear. Fear not. You spoke to us that first Sunday that the pandemic set in. Don't fear. Don't fear. No fear. Do not fear. Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, that we're in you and you're in us. I just want to say again, if you're sitting here this morning especially, if you're watching online, you can text But if you're sitting here and you don't know Jesus, you've never accepted him as your Savior, you've never been born again, if you receive him, the Word of God says that he will write your name in the Lamb's book of life. When you leave this life, when you leave this life, you will go directly to heaven. You have eternal life abiding in you. What a wonderful life. What a wonderful thing to think that when you leave, when you leave this life, you're going to heaven. And then there's a plus to that. What a wonderful life you can have here on this earth if you surrender your life to Jesus. Amen. (laughs) Well, wasn't that a great episode? I sure hope you enjoyed it. I hope it enriched your life. I hope it is helping you live a life better after the love of Jesus Christ. If you enjoyed it, I want you to make sure you click on that subscribe button. Also, you can go to our website, WLFAR.com, and click on the Give button and help support what God is doing in our region. God bless you.